Welcome back to 1010's Podcast. My name is, of course, Michael Beck with Adam Nielsen and Handsome Rob. Hey. Looking oh, especially nice today, Robbie. Hey, we have nice that one out in a hot minute. We, oh, uh, it's been a long time. Before we got started here, we were just trolling Adam with his awesome Instagram post. God damn it. Inaugural Instagram is terrible. I have, I have an annoyingly large number, like... I'm pushing a hundred Instagram followers and then, and I had never made a single Instagram post. And it's all because Rob, every time Robbie gets a chance to on our 10 tents Instagram, he tags me and shit. And then I'll get at like almost every time he does it, someone will follow me, even though I've never posted a picture before until last week. And then James shit all over my heart. <laughs> James from Kanga Motorsports. It started because both Robbie and I did throwback, <laughs> throwback Thursdays. Thursdays. And, uh, Adam was not participating. I felt I, like it was a group effort. Instagram is too much work. It's not too it's much. Not. It's too much work. It's all literally these, you just all these the hashtags and, and and I just don't like it. It's, it's not that hard, man. You don't have to like build a brand. You don't even have to do hashtags. Just post a picture What's the one point? time. What's the point in doing the Instagram game if you're not hashtagging? Because if people that listen to the show are like, I fucking hate Robbie. Like he's terrible. That happens. I, I don't want to listen to. I don't, it. I don't care look about at another two forty SX swap. Right. With this an guy LS in these it. Stop. Who cares? Please stop him. They're like, but I like Adam because he likes eighties turbo Dodges that aren't turbocharged. So I want to follow him. I can follow him on Instagram. So what I need to do is post all the rad cars that I send to Robbie, and Robbie's like, these are fucking stupid, and won't yes. post them Actually, on our podcast. Yeah, that's exactly what you should do. Everything that so Robbie should, won't post, I you should, should post b- try and page. build a following around all the cool stuff that I see that Robbie doesn't get, and therefore won't post. Just share your personal life, like Michael. Like he shares yeah. all his watches and his dog food and prep. his car. And yeah, food prep. That's his personal Bro. life. <sighs> We're not trying to like. I mean, it's not. Nobody wants to see my baby. You don't know that. You'd be surprised. It's a personal page. People well, love babies. Anybody who wants to see my baby like that, I don't want them to see. Well, not like that. He's, he's why nice. why you gotta make it weird? It's not supposed man. to be weird. Took it to a dark. Place. What about like? What about like Sandy? What about her? Wouldn't she like if you take a picture of Logan, your son? Wouldn't your? Wouldn't Katie's so, mom want to see that? So we have this private Facebook group that's just my family, and that's where all those get posted. <sighs> He's making it difficult on I purpose, I feel like. He is. I am making it difficult. But just, why don't, seriously, why don't you take the pictures that Robbie won't post and put I them on I think I'm going to do that. I you think I'm going to try and make that a thing. Or you could be like the 80s Dodge. Robbie, like, like that sweet flatbed XDOT Colorado I saw, the thing was rad. Robbie had, <laughs> was having nothing to do with it. It was so rad, I don't even remember. <laughs> I don't remember you ever saying that. It was the that. DOT orange, you know, because it was an ex-DOT but Colorado. But took the picture from literally 300 yards away, so you couldn't see it. Do you remember now? That's because I was driving out of the fairway parking lot. <laughs> I, I, I was I, like, I, oh, I look at that. Don't, I don't remember. Maybe I'll just make an Instagram around terrible pictures. One of these days when I have nothing to do, I'm going to just tag you in all of the green cars I can find. <sighs> it's very rude, but I like it. Savage. Fuck, I hate green. It's the best color. It's not though. So anyway, step your Instagram game up. I don't want people to. have requested it by request. They can join. If, they can friend me on Facebook. Then I don't care. You just put that out there to I did everybody. That out. They wow. can I don't give a shit. Find him friend at me Adam Nielsen. That's N I E L S E N on go. Facebook. Friend me on Facebook. I don't give a shit. Comment on his Instagram post. <laughs> See if he'll do more. It's uh, at Adam. What is it? Adam underscore, N underscore 187? 1987. Yeah, there My you go. My year of birth. Boom. I was so close. I hope he gets like 200 followers. Yeah, he's going to beat us both and like just is trolling on here. <laughs> How's the car, Robbie? Uh, good, I guess. 
Just now, get your headers I wrapped. Got, they got the headers wrapped and then effectively ruined them while trying to install them because <laughs> there's a certain process in which you have to install the headers into a LS Swap 240. And I read it online. I was followed the follow it. I'm like, okay, I can, I can do this. And I walked down to the garage. I started working. Well, if you read it cover to cover, you would know you do the driver's side first because you take the steering column out or the steering shaft out and then you lift the engine and then you also lift your car high enough that you can bring it in from the bottom. <laughs> I brought mine in from the top and that didn't work very well. Just tear up all your header wrap? Tore up all the header wrap because that made my clearances from being minimal to none. So I tore them all up. And then I couldn't get the engine lifted quite right. And then it was binding in some places. And then hours later and tools thrown and tears shed, I got them in because I did the passenger side first. And that made it even worse. So I think I, literally all day Saturday I is what it took for me to get those headers in. Is there any header wrap left on them? <clears throat> Passenger side looks fine. I'm probably going to have to redo the collector on the driver's side. That should be far enough back you can get to it, it on won't car. Be, it won't be so bad. I'll, I'll cut it where it meet, where I kind of had I had a nice smooth transition on the one. I'll cut it there, tie, tie it off there, and then just redo the bottom. But they're long tubes, so you can... It I shouldn't, mean, yeah, it shouldn't, get shouldn't to be a problem yeah, on the bottom. You can reach it, and it's probably far enough back that you can't see it from above anyway. Yes. So whatever. Yeah, I'm, my concern would be having it unravel. Eventually. Yeah, no, I understand that, but from a looks perspective, it's nah, not going to kill you. No, I'm I'm fine. Yeah, cool. Did you use hose clamps. Yep. I, I walked upstairs to get a drink a couple times, and Jess turns me. How's it going? Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> it's a fucking nightmare. I referred to it as going as well as a sandpaper dildo. <laughs> That's what your parents. That's there? way. That's way more savage. No, no, no. not not. Don't that your parents bad. listen to this? Yes. Okay, just checking. Because they actually called me and asked how it was. Like days later, asked how it went. Um, and I was like, it's, it, I have a good punchline, and I'm not going to tell you. Let's not talk about it. It just didn't go well. Yeah, it took oh, a wow. damn day because I didn't do it in the right order. Then I broke off a um, spark plug. Ooh, not a big deal, but yeah, still annoying. Still annoying, yeah. And then. Yeah, just everything, it, it caught in places it wasn't supposed to. And then once I finally get it in, and I think I can get my steering shaft back on and the U-joint doesn't line up quite right and fight that for way too long. So all that talk last week about how great these fit, turns out you spoke well, too soon? Everything except the headers. Again, putting it back in. I, I literally lifted the engine back out a ways and then put it right back into the same spot. I never did that with the SR20. It was always a nightmare to get it lined up. But if I would have known this and known the right order, I bet I could have done it in half the time without as many tears and swears. And yeah, that's about it. And then, of course, I had titanium slivers in my arms. Oh, fun. Oh, I bet that's a ton of fun. They're still there. It's been, oh, th- it's been three days. Gosh. Forearms hurt? Yep. So, like, everything up to my elbow, down to my hands. I actually wore gloves throughout the day just to prevent it, and it's still nothing. I kept breaking the gloves, and I'd get stuck in my fingers. That sounds as bad as when I get fiber optic slivers in my hands and arms all the yeah, time. It's, it's, just, it's just like fiberglass. So I'm sitting at work today just itching. It looks like I have a rash because all the little pieces. Awesome. Fun stuff. Now what are you going to do? I Oh, fun. So <laughs> None so, of this sounds fun. No. It's more fun honest. now. 
Well, I sold all the other LS parts, like the oil pan and whatnot, and then I used that money. Excuse me. Then I went on Zilvia.net, and there was a guy selling the master, cil- master cylinder that I needed. And I, you know, I bought it, and he shipped it, and or was about to ship it. And he goes, you know, what, what build are you doing? I told him, and he goes, oh, what do you got left? And I listed off the handful of parts I need. He goes, well, I'm selling the power steering lines and the, uh, oh, God, what was it? And the fuel lines that I need. I was like, how much for that? And he tells me, I was like, ha, done. Add that to the box. <laughs> so I have, nice. I have my Chase Bay's fuel line kit, the Siki power steering or power steering lines and master cylinder coming on Friday. So those power lines just have the LS on one side and the and the 240 rack yes. connection on the other. Yes, and they're just the right length. Yes, that'd be awesome. Perfect. Like they, God, it's, it's too easy to swap that easy. motor. Siki refers to it as an OEM fit. Anything that I would ever swap like that would not be. I'd have to get all of those things custom made because I apparently hate myself. I think. So, no, nah, that's not true. Because we had we had a great swap idea for your car. Which one was that? I have like nine ideas. The one point four turbo. Oh yeah, dart motor. <laughs> that was like one of my ideas. Dart? Yeah, that was one of my ideas for breaking uh, street mod front wheel drive. Because I can't hmm. compete with CRXs with two liter motors because they base your weight off your minimum weight off of your displacement, and then they add like X number of pounds for forced induction. And the only way I can make, you know, K series power with my motor is forced induction and a 2.2 liter motor, which is a bigger motor and the extra weight penalty. But if I had a 1.4 liter motor, I might be able to make something work. But you get that motor pretty cheap. Dude, we found them on uh, car-part.com at $500. Yeah. Is that pull out 500 bucks? Okay. I was going to say that's like salvage parts. Yep. Because huh. who wants, I mean, really, who wants a yeah, turbo who dart wants motor? motor? Who gives I, a shit? I would need the transmission from a 500 of Barth, though. The, how hard could that be to find? You could probably find the whole thing. Like, you yeah. could find the whole yeah, front just get roller. The whole thing. Same Off motor. you go. So, hmm. Think about so it. So, last year, you put an LT1 in an RX7. Yeah. And this year, I put an LS1 into a 240SX. Yes. So, next, next year, <laughs> he's putting. Jesus. I'm putting an Ecotech in my S10. No. I'm just putting a normal motor in my S10 so it doesn't leak all over. No. I had to put two more quarts of oil in it before I came here today. Two more when you go home. Yeah, you're used to that life. So I need to just put a motor in that truck so I can drive it. Two quarts? When's the last time you put oil in it? <laughs> uh, Three weeks ago. Oh, good Lord. That's pretty good. <laughs> That's a pretty good burn through right there. Oh, boy. Oh, I put a quart in then. So is it just blowing out the turbo? Is that all it's doing? I don't know where it comes from. It's literally from. just blowing it out I don't the know. turbo? No, it's not coming out the turbo. It's coming out of the motor. Where does it go? Like on I the ground? Yeah, Just like straight to the ground? You should see my driveway. It looks oh, like I remember my driveway. It looks like it's <laughs> asphalt, not cement. <laughs> oh, good grief. Free asphalt, sort of. That what? If my house started on fire and it spread to my driveway, it would take the fire department days. It would be one of those deals where they just do a con, like control, control the burn. area yep. and just let it burn out. Yeah, they bring in sandbags. The and EPA just keep it would find me. The EPA is already getting ready to yeah, find they're, you. They're like, that you got kid. a toxic spill in your fucking driveway. You didn't smell it walking in. I guess not. If you walk by my truck when I shut it off, it smells like it's burning oil. Smells like why why is it worse though? Like what's making it worse than it was before? No. 
It's too cold for me to dig into it. I don't care anymore. I just put oil in it and move on with my life. Do you buy in bulk now? When I turn a corner and <laughs> when I five gallon drum uh, my, my indication for knowing I'm low on oil is when I turn a corner and the oil like if I turn right, yes, right, and the the needle on my oil pressure gauge dips way low and then <laughs> pops back up again when I stop turning, it's time to add oil. Does that not have a, like a low oil light on it or anything? No, these are not does. good tech tips. <laughs> Don't follow for, for li- listeners trying to get into you the way you treat oil cars regularly. Like when you change, when you add gas, when you go get gas, check your check your oil. But my dipstick is not accurate because of where the turbo oh, drain shit. is. Shit! Oh my god! It has to sit for an extended period of time before the dipstick reads accurately. Because it's just blowing it on the stick. No, because the turbo drain is, uh, they cut a, or they drilled a hole in the dipstick tube Yeah, and welded an AN fitting onto the dipstick tube, and that's where the turbo drains. So it just, is, it's, so it just pours oil on the dipstick. Why and so, would they do that? And so it has to sit for at least eight hours for all the oil to drain out of the turbo before the dipstick reads accurately <laughs> or else it's just running out of the turbo onto it. Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> that is some backwoods engineering right there. Maybe you should sell the turbo kit. I refuse because my dad, when I bought it, my dad said, just just put this thing back together and drive it. No, dad, I'm not doing it. And so now my pride won't allow me. What if you sell it to him? Because I know he wanted to buy it. Now it's got rust in the quarter or in the cab corners. He probably won't buy it from me. It's damn. He'll buy it for like less than two hundred bucks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, two grand out the door. That is frustrating. So now I just will keep the damn thing till it run till it rusts into oblivion. Because okay, whatever. stick with me here for a second. Have you considered V eight swapping it? <laughs> we'll allow I that. won't do it. Join the club. Join the club, Adam. If I'm going to put anything that's not a four-cylinder in there, it's going to be like a 3.8-liter GMV6 or something like that. You know, I looked up the price for one of those one time because I was like, you know what? That might be a cheap, sweet swap for the Camaro that gets no attention. I was like, they sound cool. Makes 300-plus horsepower. Factory supercharged motor. What's the worst thing that could happen? twin-turbo it? That'd be fun. Yeah, I was like, what's the worst that could happen? Makes sweet noise. No, they're like four grand. Nope. Pull out four what? grand. Yeah. That's for, out of con- You could buy a car, a running, driving 3.8 liter car for less than that. No, I'm talking about the one out of the the new Camaro. Oh, uh, no, not, no. Not, I was not, talking. A gen, a gen 5 Camaro, not a Gen 6 Camaro. No, I was talking like the old school. Oh, three, like the Pontiac. Like what came in the Bonnevilles yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and okay. the the like fourth gen V6 Camaro. I got you. And, and, you know, the supercharged GTP and stuff like that. I guess that's you. what I was talking about. Don't that they, motor. Don't they make V8 swap kits for those? For the S10? Yeah, they're like a hundred dollars. I won't do it though. It's got to be the. E- they're like the cheapest swap. All of the swap swaps of- that we've done, it's got to be the easiest, right? Oh, for sure it is. But it's half as hard. as Actually, we know somebody who has a V8 swapped S10. He could probably help us. He could help. He loves truck things. Yeah, I won't do it. He's been on the show, in fact. Yeah, and he's named Spencer, and he's like giving me like tons <laughs> of shit for like, why are you even messing with it? No. I refuse to be the same as everybody just else. Come to the dark side. This is just going to become the Chevy Small Block Podcast. I just, won't do we're it. We're going to change the name. I'll just put like a big black Pontiac in it just to screw with you guys. Then do it. Worth it. <laughs> We've talked about that. <laughs> My no, dad has like four car. of them sitting on a shelf. That was Robbie's 240. Robbie, yeah, we tried 240 to get Robbie to carbureted big I've, block Pontiac I don't know drift if I've seen car. Come big on, big block. Man. I've seen I've seen carbureted 
um, yeah, but those were like swaps. Gen One small blocks. No yeah, one, I'm sure that, they are. That's a dime a dozen. There's there's a dude that I already picked on runs it. with O Drift that runs a carburetor on an LS. I haven't asked him why yet, but he did. Wow. Probably a budget thing. It was probably you can get sure a, you can cheaper. get an intake manifold. Oh, I'm sure it was cheaper. I'm, yeah. I'm sure it was cheaper. Huh? And if I guess it doesn't it works, seem like it'd be cheaper. It seems like it'd be a pain in the dick. <laughs> Depends on your mods, I think. Yeah, like he doesn't want to. I don't know. Maybe he's old school. He it just it just it. seems way easier to set up. I mean, it's already there. Maybe he's just like me likes being difficult. Yeah, it might have been a junkyard pull though, and maybe didn't have like the ECU and it, yeah, maybe it's wiring the, harness and all that shit. So he's just like, I'm just gonna put a carburetor. Yeah, it's it's the iron a, block one. Yeah, he got a two hundred dollar long block on Craigslist and bought a an Edelbrock intake and a carburetor. That's probably the way to do it in that case because you'll never get the right wiring harness. No, short of ordering one or searching forever for that. I need a two thousand one Silverado wiring harness with a four with a five point three. Uh, you're the only one who hacks together harnesses. Just buy them from wiring specialties like that guy. Yeah, I'm done with he's it. He's the he's the he's Mister Moneybags now. Somebody actually referred to you as that. By the way, Spencer, no, Ian did too. Oh, that's right. Ian's decided you're the rich one too. No, I'm the poor one because I spent it all. No, because you work for aer- the aerospace industry and, and you're, you're an engineer. You, you buy your wiring harnesses you instead just of buy shit them. instead of building them. And yeah. you're the, you're Mister Moneybags. That's not true. I build. Just not, I don't well, we're not saying that you're, we're not saying you're going like to a shop and having them do your yeah build, see I would I would allow that if I went to a shop one time next year what your next bill just take that to a shop and have it done to heck with that maybe you could <laughs> brag about all the free parts you get and bitch about them too that'd be good Ooh, whoa what is, what is whoa, this a smoking whoa, tire whoa, hey jeez jeez Robbie <laughs> Robbie said the name I was just saying damn I was just saying shit got real in here just saying built not bought that's all I'm saying. Yeah, it's built in my don't garage bitch, by Don't myself. bitch about your free parts. That's what I'm saying. Like, literally, Nothing's by free. himself. I have... I know. I was I'm, impressed, about, <laughs> I'm impressed at the shit that Robbie does by way, himself. On the way home from work today, I was thinking about this while I was prepping for the podcast. I would... I struggled for eight hours by myself in my garage. And I realized I would rather struggle alone all day than struggle in front of somebody else for 10 minutes. You know what really... I have too much pride. You know what's really weird to me about that is that I despise working on a car by myself. Nothing would make me happier than if you two, like, come over and just hang out in my garage and we just worked on the Omni. Is that all that it's going to... would be, like, literally the best night ever. Is that all it's going to take to LS or uh, V8 swap that truck? No. Well, I don't know about V8, but... <laughs> I'm not putting a V8 in the truck. Okay, we'll come over more. We could work on the Omni, though. Yeah. That's like nothing makes me happier than hanging out with my friends in my garage working on my car. The only time you want to work on something, though, is when it's 20 degrees outside. Well, that's why you I have that? not touched my car. That's why I have literally not even seen my Omni in over a month. Oh. I, someone could have stolen it out of my garage and I would have no fucking <laughs> no idea. clue. Well, in response to Kenga or James asking about the uh, propane heater that I got for Christmas, yeah, it's awesome. I always thought, like, oh, with the furnace and the smaller heater in my garage, you know, 20 minutes, it's warm enough. No. This thing, you turn it on, and it's like a sauna. <laughs> the whole garage is hot all damn day. He's out there in a short sleeve shirt and shorts. <laughs> that's, why, that's why I got uh, titanium slivers so bad, because it was so hot in my garage, I didn't have a sweater on. Isn't it one of those infrared uh, propane heaters? Yeah, yeah, it's one of those LP heaters. Screw on there. Like 10,000 yep. BTU or something I'm like try, that? How much are they? I think it was like, I, did, I got it for Christmas, but I think they're like $40. It's how many BTUs? Like 10,000. I think it's 10.5. That's pretty good. That sounds right. That's pretty good for it's a nice. two-car really garage nice. that's already warm anyway. Yeah. You should, everyone that works in the garage like Adam needs one. Get an infrared. It looks like a plate. 
Yep, basically. It's just a little plate that you screw on top of an LP tank. My dad donated me like one of those torpedo or salamanders or whatever you call them, the heaters. Yep. And uh, this is like one of the nicer ones. And like literally if whatever you put in there, if it's flammable, it will work with it. Kerosene, diesel, regular <laughs> gas. Wine. Whatever. <laughs> Doesn't care. And why aren't you working in your garage more? I have a it's child. Still fucking cold. There's no. There, he has no insulation in his garage. There's no insulation. I don't in have there. any insulation either. And like oh. my time, like is so consumed by my child and my girlfriend who has you know a lot of health issues and, and plus such. a job. Yeah. And Did I, you realize that babies can't take care of themselves? I just learned that. I didn't know that. Well, I'm learning that now that I have a dog. They, they don't just t- they don't take care of themselves either. Right. It's like a small baby, but you know, it's, not to that. It's like a baby not, that though. makes weird. Noises. See, that's what I thought until I had a baby. <laughs> Turns out that's not true. They lied to you. Yeah, people. Oh, it won't be that. It's like you have a dog. How, how much? How much worse harder could it be? Could it be no, right? It's terrible <laughs> because my dog's in his kennel right now. My baby's not. Yeah, that'd be, that, that that'd be child services. That'd, that'd, that'd be, take, ch- that'd be take bad. Your child away. There are totally not pictures on my phone of my kid in the kennel with the door. He put shot. himself there though. It doesn't the... those pictures do not exist? I promise. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> so what did you do for your swap? What have I done recently? Yeah, you posted um, one picture. Yes, got the basically just got the clutch sorted out. That was about it. I'm hoping to do it's that. It's good though. It's forward it's motion. Good. Yeah, exactly. You guys are like kind of neck and neck. This is getting to be quite the race. As I sit on the sidelines and watch this, it's it's quite exciting. I'm still hoping for April. Maybe I, like a realistic. I was planning on doing stuff like you. I guess we'll rain on your parade. But we were talking about doing stuff for Grid Life, so I don't know if that'll work for me. But there's more than one, so we'll get it there. Yeah. Maybe shoot for being Not comfortable for- enough with the car to take it to. Autobahn in Chicago on the 4th. Autobahn would be of fun. July? Yeah. That sounds... I can do that. Because I was thinking about... Uh, to think out loud. Uh, we want. I wanted to do the HDPE... Or, you never get that right. I know. HPDE. I wanted to do that the Friday of Grid Life so then we could have Saturday and Sunday to do podcast things. To dick around. Yeah. yeah. But apparently there's there's not a beginner on Friday? No, it's just nope. intermediate. Just intermediate. Hands, and I, I don't qualify for that. And I fully admit that. And if I want to do the beginner class, it's all day Saturday and Sunday. I don't know if I can hack that and do podcast stuff. So I think the podcast and it's thing. more expensive. My my concern about doing two days is I don't know if I own a car that could handle two days. <laughs> I, I want sure to own a car that could. I'd want to. Ch- I mean, just me personally. Even if the car was fine, I'd like. I'd want to check it. I'd want to inspect I, it. I honestly don't know day. if my car will even run. <laughs> like, how reliable is it going to be? That's. Exactly. I like I the idea real- of doing podcast things at the festival and then just going and doing car guy things with my car guy friends on different at weekends. Autobahn on the yeah. 4th. That sounds like more realistic, but maybe by then I'll have, I'll, I'll know my car. Cause I think like, then you'll have some, maybe some autocross days or maybe like a, a track Sunday day, fun day at, at 8 RPM or yep. something like that. When I was thinking about that too, it's the, when this car is done, it will be the fastest car I've ever driven. And I have like to take that. Say I don't get it done in April, and it doesn't get done till May, and then all, and grid life's in June. That's not a lot of time to get comfortable with a, technically a brand new car. You still have a lot of suspension to sort out too. Yeah, because I never, really got I never to do got it. I never year. got to. So Man, that car is new, 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 and new. Yes. Yeah, all like, new. So new. it should be fast. Yeah, I would think so. So I'm going to go with a conservative route and not even. That's a good buy call. A, buy a. HPDE. Yeah, thing. there you go. And I'll just come hang out and we'll do cool car stuff and hell yeah. Do track days this summer and get caught. That's right. I like, we idea, get I like the idea like trying to get it to 
grid life, one of the track battles, like at Autobahn. Autobahn yeah, would be fun. That makes more we sense. We can still do that. And now we can just take one vehicle still. Yes. We could take the quad cab or the ah, yeah. TBSS, yeah, yeah. one of the two. But I'd like to, we'll see. I, I don't want to pull the big trailer with the troubles. That sounds like death. But you bought the uh, Friday. I bought the Friday deal, so... But I, I I like that better. Like, if I could have just bought Saturday, I would have just bought Saturday. Yeah. Or just, well, not Sunday, because we probably don't stay all day on Sunday. But I was like, I just want one day. I took the day. Monday after off because I wished that we... Would have stayed. Well, so they do like a like a final lap shootout thing at the end of the day for the time attack. And that's like when the guys just like lay it down. And so I, I really want to stay through Sunday and go home Monday. Or go home Sunday night and sleep in Monday. We're talking about Midwest, by the way. I don't know if yeah, we ever Midwest. said that. Yeah, Midwest. Actually, I've turned in my time off request for both. <laughs> for both, South, too? Both festivals, yep. I don't think I'll be able to do South. I don't have enough days off Tree on do. the other shit I got going on. Got All right, I won't ask you about your personal life while you got other time off. But Thanks, Robbie. <laughs> Thanks for derailing the entire show. <laughs> Jerk. <clears throat> so anyway, just do the one day. It'll be good. You yeah. can buy a single session. Did you know that? Yeah. It's very odd, but you can. What's a single session cost? Like sixty bucks. Yeah, it's not. It's not cheap. That doesn't make any sense. Sixty dollars for twenty minutes, as opposed to the thing that I bought, which was one hundred eighty for five twenty minute sessions, which is a lot of time. I thought that's a, lot of, a lot of time. That's why I was thinking like two days of 10, 20 minute sessions. That's 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 a lot. DMVR is really hoping to like do some PDX things this year. Do better PDX. That'd be uh, sweet. I think that so the. Iowa Speedway is under semi-new management, like within the last year or two. And I think this guy kind of wants some local racing things to happen because he probably has to pay some bills and, and even, you know, some money is better than no money yeah. coming in. So. I'm sure. I wonder, I really wonder how much the economics of like an actual race, like the big time races, like the IndyCar like races. The IndyCar race. Like I wonder how much money they actually make. By the time you pay all your staff... And you pay for, I mean, there's going to be expenses you can't even think about, like janitorial for the restrooms. You got to have like 40 janitors there because people are pissing all well, over the walls. And, you know, porta potties for yep. all the, for everything outside. And yep. Hired security. Security. All that, all that and stuff. I just, I wonder. Insurance. I bet insurance, an insurance bill yeah. for a day like that is out of control. Crazy police because they got to have police on that road out there. On the new, highway? Yep. On the interstate, I bet. Yep. Because that's right on 80. Yep, and they had to have that lane added. Did you see that lane? Yeah, that they, they added, added that lane. For but that they exit. had to. There was some discussion about who pays for that. I bet the state added that. Said you build this here and bring these, bring this in, and we'll we'll th- we'll throw that in pro bono. So I'd I'd be curious how much money you actually make off one of those deals. A lot of it goes to any car too. I bet. Yep. Yeah. Because they're the people that are, you know, bringing everybody in. So. Yeah, local races would be good there. For sure. Do they do like why don't why don't they do circle track racing there? Like, is that not a thing? Uh, Asphalt oval stuff. Who would do it? Or is that what you're asking? Like, I mean, why why don't they have a a Friday night race there where people Friday bring night. their circle track cars and race on the oval? I don't know. Somebody'd have to do it, I guess. Why is that not a thing? Somebody'd have to organize or it. Or is it a thing? I just don't know about it. I don't know. Maybe it will be a thing now that the fairgrounds are gone. I don't know. There's a lot of tracks around here still. That's true, but there's no there's no asphalt tracks. There's just the dirt ones. So, unless you want to go to Cedar Rapids, Hockey Downs is an asphalt oval. Fair enough. So 
Boom. Should we do a topic? Let's do a topic. <clears throat> All right. So topic this week. This one was mine. So we talked about. Uh, we talked a little bit about our automotive predictions for 2017, uh, which brought on the idea of what cars do we think could potentially be investment grade vehicles, meaning you should purchase these vehicles now because sometime in the future they may be worth something. Maybe they're worth nothing now, like 500 bucks, or maybe they're worth 20 grand, but they could be worth 100 grand in the future. It's just kind of whatever our opinion is. So who wants to kick us off? Who's got the first one? It's your topic. You start it. Uh, my first one is an interesting one because I saw one the other day and I hadn't seen one in a really long time, but it would be a first-gen Ford Explorer. Do you even know what that looks like? I do. Real square body. But why? Because you could get them in a two-door. Yes. You could get them with a manual. Yes. They came with Dana 35 front axles in them from the factory. And a five liter. Yeah, I can't remember what the engine was, but... And what, uh... I think they had Dana 44s in the back or some, some level of Dana in the back as well. And you know how people freak out about like the, uh, the two door, uh, Suburbans. Yep. Two door Yukons. Yep. And all the K5 Blazers. Yep. And all the Broncos. Yep. But that one hasn't come around. That That's one's a not, good point. That one's not come around yet. Cause even the two door Tahoes, which are basically the same era. Yep. Those are kind of out of control. Yeah, crazy like 10 grand for a clean one, which yeah. is nuts. It's what? 20 I mean, 25 years old? Yeah. Yeah, that's a and good they point. Those out. those have not come around, have they? No, I think they'd be good little off-road vehicles. They're practical. God, I don't I'd never I would have never even gone there. That's, well, I, I that's saw good. one at I the like gym it. and I looked at it I was like, "You know what?" That's actually kind of coming around where it's not ugly anymore. I was looking at it. <laughs> Isn't it funny how that works? Yeah, I was like, this is kind of cool. Like, this one's really clean and pretty original. And I was like, this is kind of cool. And I'm like, this thing, give it like another five years. I think this will be worth something. F- FJ60, that'd be another one that you can't touch anymore. Anything, yeah. any of those, you can't touch those. True to RAV4? Well, it, those haven't come <laughs> around, Robbie. That's Actually, it's not on my list. I'm going to be Damn honest it. with you. Were, were you able to find like any online, like for sale? Actually, no. Which, I went on which eBay. Which might actually prove your point. I went on eBay to find one, and I I found one, and it was like shot. So I wonder. There's a Saline edition of those. I think. <laughs> what? I think, oh, that'd be big money. I Think that's what that is. Big money. Like a ni- ninety-four like, Explorer. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there was a Saline. Saline. Robbie's that over there on his Google machine. He's always the the man. And there is. Yeah. Really? You it's, got a picture of it? Kind of cool looking. Spin around. It's got the same like decals as the uh, the the Mustang. The Mustang did. of that. The saline Mustang. Oh my of goodness. That era. Yeah, that would be. Uh, That'd what, be worth money. What year is that? Uh, I don't Does that know. say ninety five? It doesn't say. Turn it around. I think again. those already are worth money. I think the reason I know that exists is because one went on Bring a Trailer. So that'd be that'd be that. that'd be the one after that. That's the roundy one, right? It's kind of got rounded. Yeah, headlights. that's like the one they had in Jurassic Park. Yeah. Yep. Terrible. <laughs> those will never. Be, those Damn will never, it, Rob. Those will never be worth anything. So, <laughs> the real square headlight ones, though. Aren't those the ones that they had all the rollover issues on? Those are the. That's exploders. all of them. That's where the exploder, the exploder came from. Was that? Yeah, that one. That those those will never be worth anything. If you have one of those, get rid of it and buy a '93. And they're all four doors. They're all the uh, the Selene ones are all four doors. I haven't seen a two door. I heard there was a two door. I don't know what it looks like. I just heard there was a two door. If I'm wrong, let me know. But. The two-door Explorer or the yeah, two-door Yeah, early first-gen two-door Explorer. But I know that some were available in a manual. That would be pretty here's a, cool. Here's a 97 Celine Export. I don't think... It almost looks like it's fake. That I bet weird. that's a thing. 
where they cut cut the two doors out and then make it short again. Oh, really? That's what it looks like to me. Oh, that's it's the kinda, only that's it's the radical. only picture of one I can find. SEMA car. I don't think it looks. It doesn't look. Real. That looks no, really that... fake. Or or hacked. Yeah, it looks yeah, hacked. Yep, definitely. Anyways, do you want me to just keep going on my list? Because yeah, you just sitting here. keep well, rolling. Uh, well, what if it comes to me? I don't have any left. Can we go in a circle? Did, was that one of yours? All right, let's go. Oh, no. a, let's okay. go in a let's go in a circle. Robbie's right, got Robbie. a point. Because right, if Robbie. I sit here all night and you guys list off all my cars, I don't think that's going to happen. Left I'm, I'm, I feel like you're not going to list any of my cars off. I'm fairly certain I won't. Go, Robbie. No, you go. Me go? Yeah, we're going in a circle. All right. So I debated long and hard with myself on even saying this. Phrasing. <laughs> God damn it. But I decided, screw it. I know you guys are going to like fucking run me over. 1984 Dodge Omni? <laughs> Not the GLH. <laughs> Turbo S. <laughs> Any of them that are the GLHS. If they have Shelby in the name, I think they'll be worth something someday. I will... Wholeheartedly agree with you, because if you see a Shelby Daytona, no matter what condition, no matter what year, they're worth too much fucking money. So, see, that's kind of why I think that these will be worth something someday, because as as those Shelby, the very early Shelby cars get more expensive and untouchable, people who want something that still has that Shelby name on it, but can't afford those or, you know, like the later Mustangs... Those are still a good option. They're fun. They're quick. You know, they're arguably good looking, depending on how you feel about it. Mm. <laughs> they're a very low production number, especially the Omni. Yeah. I think that they're going to be worth something someday if you have a clean, relatively unmolested one. I'll give it to you. Yeah, so, I think, I think so. he's probably, Especially he's probably if right. you have something obscure like the one of one or one of none supercharged like you well, have. The, well, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't put that on, on an S. We need to get the rest of that GLHS. car back, though. That's a yeah, whole I different need story. that whole car because that car was, yeah. That car's probably going to be car had a something. bunch of things that never existed for that car. So, But um, the, the Omni, they only made 500 of them every year. There's very few of them. They're all numbered cars. I mean, I think they're going to be worth something someday. Yeah. I mean, we're not talking... Fu money, but no, yeah, I, definitely, definitely worth. They're something. never going to be worth hundreds, no. I would say. But well, I, I don't. We've seen them up in the twenties. Yeah, twenty. I think one sold for like thirty or thirty-five, which is out of control. But that's crazy. Yeah, I think you guys talked about this on the Spencer podcast. A yeah. lot of those guys, uh, or there's a number of them out there that have been signed. That I sure would add value. Because that was a thing. Like he'd always sign the glove box of all of his cars for people if you'd see him somewhere. So, fair enough. All right, Robbie. I firmly believe that now is the time to buy any Dodge Viper. They will not be cheaper than they are right now. Oh, absolutely. Okay. You buy them now. If, any, you're, if you're if you're even thinking about it, buy a Dodge Viper right now. Yeah, that's a good right point. Now. Right now. Right now. Like, what are you it, What are you doing sitting here I'll talking just, to us? On. You get on Craigslist. Are you, are you, use are next month's pay? Use next month's trust fund payment to buy yourself buy your a first gen Viper. I promise you, it'll be worth more money next year, and then the year after that, and then the year after that, <laughs> going on for forever. Because he's they, right though, because they're killing it. No more vipers, which means they're only going to go up from here. So I don't have anything else to say because I don't disagree with you. Yeah, so. you're right. My buddy was at work. He's he's building that uh, Plymouth not Fury. It's a duster. It's a duster. It's like a drag spec duster. And he's, yeah, we always complain to each other about the problems that we're having. And he goes, you know, for the money I put into this car, 
I could have bought this Viper. <laughs> and not had to do anything. Is that know? the one that was at Carl's? No, it's, it's a white one, white one out of like uh, Nebraska. But it's old. It was they wanted like no, 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 no. His car that he has now. Oh yes. No, sorry, I misunderstood you. Yes, his duster was at Carl's. That car is sick. Was it? Yep. Yeah. We'll have to feature it when it's it done. Like it's super uh, cool. very pro touring. Oh but yeah. Like yeah. the old school like drag race pro touring build. Yeah. It was sweet though. A lot of That's custom cool. like uh, metal on. work. The motor looked. Badass. It sounds badass. Sounds that was sweet. a very cool car. I'll, I'll have to see if I can get up some pictures. It's it's neat. It is. Word. Yeah. You can get a Viper for less than 30 right now. So think about it. Oh, man. You think can. About, think about that. You, you can, can. Buy a Viper for less than $30,000. Can I daily drive a Viper? Is that like a. Is that it's always okay? a thing. Yeah. Is that not a. It'd be total can badass. You get winter tires that fit on Viper wheels. Absolutely not. <laughs> it's just a Dodge <laughs> wheel, you know, a Dodge wheel pattern. So we could get you some wheels off like a minivan or something. Gotta be all the same, right? It's gotta be pretty close to the same, it's I would whatever. think. It's just gotta fit over the brakes. Their rear brakes are probably tiny. You want narrow you want narrower wheels for the winter anyway. Yeah, apparently. yeah. Yeah. Minivan wheels on a viper with snow tires. Sold. That's a good YouTube video. Hmm? Foreshadowing. <laughs> Foreshadowing. <laughs> Stay tuned. My turn? Yes. Yeah. Uh I hate this one, but uh two thousand four STI, not modified. Is that a bug eye? That's a blob, a blob eye. eye. That's a blob eye. It'd be the first blob eye. It'd be the first STI available in the U.S. It would be the 5x100 wheel pattern, so it would have the only wheels. The BBS. It'd have the BBSs. In, it'd be the only BBSs in that style, in that bolt pattern. Yeah, but well, where are you going to find one of those five that, That's are, what I'm un, saying. that are unmolested? If you can find it, it's one probably going to be. <laughs> it's got to be like it's five. It's so right. It's going to be like $25,000. Yeah. Buy it. I, I've Just learned something fuck with as it. a as a as I spend more time on our local Facebook groups, which are essentially just Subaru pages. Every page in Iowa is a Subaru page. I've I've learned that apparently Subaru owners have a fascination with eyes because you have the bug eye, the blob eye, and the hawk eye. Really? Yep. Man, I don't pay attention to Subaru at all. You can't. How, how Robbie? I know have you been I on know, Facebook? No, I've almost avoided it all. He's times. on Instagram all the time. Oh, that's the key. We need to be I'm on Instagram. He's on much. Instagram and he's just looking at 240s. Oh, okay. Not all that the time. That explains it. And stanced Ferraris. Sometimes. That explains it. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I don't like it, but. You're right, though. It's, if you can find one, you should buy it now and you should drive it, but you should not fuck with it. Yeah, don't modify it. Stop, stop modifying Subarus, please. So if you're going to go with one you don't like, I'll go with one that I'm not super pumped about, but I think it's probably going to wear something someday. Okay. The, I don't know if you want to call it second gen, but they were the the facelift maybe of the Chevy SSR. SS, um, It's that little convertible pickup hot rod thing. No, I refuse to admit that. Okay, let's let's talk about it for a second. So the facelifted, I guess... I don't know. I don't know if you want to call it second gen. The first run of them yep. came with the five seven truck motor or the five three truck motor. I don't remember which, and an automatic transmission, and they were just kind of bleh. Mm-hmm. But then they they said this isn't working out. You know, we got to figure out how to move these things. So they put the six liter Corvette motor in with a T fifty six behind it. And that's the one to have. LS two. They only so made the LS two for I, like four. I years. hate them. I think they're hideous. My dad's neighbor has one, and I was like, "Why?" I'm, but I'm, uh, my my boss had one when I worked at a dealership in high school, and 
I don't like it. I think they're ugly, but it was kind of fun to drive. It was really hip. It was weird. It was fun. They're very low production just because of what it was. That that L, that you know six liter LS with the T fifty six that is going to be worth something someday. It's, it yeah. There's very few numbers. They're rare. And they're weird. God, I hate them. I I, I could so I couldn't much. agree more with you. They're terrible, but they're going to be worth something. Something. <sighs> Preferably not. If you got an automatic 5.7, it's not going to be worth shit. No, that's the wrong one to buy. Yeah. It's not ever going to be worth anything. If you anything. could buy it in collectible condition and sit on it. Which almost all of them are because nobody, nobody drove ever them. drove them. So, I guess. I don't like it. What do you got next, Robbie? to take this horrible taste out of my mouth. You'll like this one. I think the Pontiac G8 GXP will be worth money. It's worth money now. I It'll saw be it. Worth yeah. It'll be worth more money. They never dollars. dropped. But I think that car will hold its value and, yeah. and, and gain. That and the SS, which is basically the same car. The yes. stupid thing is you could buy a 2008 GXP for $28,000, or you could buy a brand fucking new SS with a warranty for 44000 <laughs> that you could finance. <laughs> and I was like, wait a second, how's this? I, I don't know why everybody bitched about the SS, because I think it was it was good value. It wasn't that expensive, relatively speaking. Right. I think it's good looking. Everybody bitch. Anytime somebody does something that's got a retro nameplate on it, they want to bitch about it. I thought it was good looking. It wasn't overstyled. It was just a sedan and it didn't look bad. It was aggressive nope. looking. Yep. A normal non-car person wouldn't have thought anything about it. Uh, she could blend in if you want to. The, the like, I don't know what she is, the helper for Katie's little brother that, like, uh, does some some like business or job training and stuff with him. Yeah. She drives a V six version and she's as far from car person as you could ever get. Like I, I started geeking out a little bit about the G eight and she's like, what, what are you talking about? Like what's a G eight? Like that's what you drive. That car, the cool the one The thing you drove in here, the red one. Oh, I just like it cause it's red. Non car people. Weird, but it's true. Those are not going to go down in value. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't, I definitely would not, uh, I kind of followed the same mentality with the whole Pontiac not being a thing anymore. That like the Pontiacs yeah. would be worth something. Yep. Yeah. So. Speaking of that, you should buy an LS2 GTO. I have a Pontiac one. on my list as well. So you can find an LS2 GTO with a six-speed. Yep. You should buy that because yeah. those things are expensive already. Plus, people keep wrecking them, and people keep running them into <laughs> shit some, for some reason. So there's getting fewer and fewer. You as keep the seeing drivetrains for sale, turning them into drift cars and stuff. No, no, no. Just they, straight running into they, shit with them. You no, know, they take the the drivetrain and put them into two forties. There's bastards. nothing, nothing left of the left of the yeah, bodies. People, I don't know what it is, but every once in a while you'll see LS2 T56 GTO pole with you know eighty thousand miles. Where's the rest of the car wrapped it's around wrapped. a tree? Yeah, exactly. So stop running into shit if you get a GTO. No, when I was shopping for engines, one came literally just came into Sam's Riverside here in town, and I called him. He's like, "Yeah, we haven't got a price on that yet." I was like, "Well, then it's going to be too much." Yeah, probably <laughs> one of like six. Sorry, or seven. But no, I think you, that's I, the other thing you find he, them, and they're like six or seven grand. He called for a me, stock one. I think he called me back and said these. A full, like turn, like air quotes, turnkey, like a pallet deal. Yeah, the turnkey T fifty six LS two was seventy five hundred. Yep, that sounds about right. So I mean, people keep yeah. wrecking them, then they pull the engines. It's the same thing with the Trailblazers. Feel like I could buy the car for that. No, God, no, not an like LS two GTO. Yeah, fourteen. Oh, no, seriously, fourteen? Are you kidding me? Twenty for a decent one? Oh, I'm thinking 04 with the five. If seven. you want an 04 with a five seven, I've seen him with over 120 thousand miles for as cheap as ten. Yep. But you start stepping in. I'd be in perfectly LS2. happy with that. 
Just as like you a, should get an 04 then. Just like a fun car. I I want one. I really I've always liked it. It's a great car. When I worked I at the dealership, that goddamn orange one with the Pro Charger on it. When you I worked at the one? dealership, they had them there. I loved driving those things. There was an 05 for sale at Good Guys two years ago two years with ago. a Pro Charger T56 in orange. Beautiful for like, car. For like 18.5, and I should have bought it. Beautiful car. And he didn't sell it. No. At 18.5. What? And it had like 50,000 miles on it or something. It's a gorgeous it was an car. awesome car. Owned by an old guy, but it had yep. a Pro Charger on it. Yep. Man. Should have bought it. See? You could have sold all of your Fiats and bought it. No. I could have sold all of the Fiats and had $1,000 to put I was going to say, he couldn't, <laughs> he couldn't have bought the Pro Charger kit for all of his Fiats. No way, bro. Is that it? That's, yeah, those are my two so far. Okay. Um... I don't know, but I don't know how I feel about. It. I, don't buy this yet, but if you can find a 2012 Hyundai Genesis Coupe R Spec 3.6 <laughs> with the Brembo package, you will not let that go in five years, dude. You'll be able to. They keep depreciating. You'll be able to buy it for like seven grand. So I agree that they're going to get cheaper, but I'm not entirely certain that they're going to appreciate significantly after that. No, but you should buy one in five years and drive the shit out of it. And enjoy it. This is supposed to be investment. You are not following this is, the this rule. Is, this of is the an top. investment in my enjoyment in life. <laughs> that means nothing to the podcast right now. Yes, it does, Robbie. <laughs> it's entertainment. <laughs> we, I don't, I don't we see disagree. there being a market for that in the future. Unless, well, maybe Hyundai will just become a powerhouse and things like that will appreciate. I don't know. It's hard to say. You should drive it and autocross it. Yes. For sure. Don't hang on to it for monetary gain. Beat the living piss out of it. Beat the living piss out of it and then sell it for what you bought it for. That you could probably do. Yes. That's not bad that investment. Not well, losing you, money on a car you is can, not bad investment If you can beat strategy. the piss out of a car exactly. for a year and then turn around and not lose any money on it, you're money ahead. That's, exactly. That's he's true. got a point. I'll, I'll give you that. Hater, Robbie. Wow. Just relax over there. Just turn on me over here. Jeez. What's next for you, Adam? Uh... Pontiac Solstice, but specifically GXP the GXP. Coop? Well, the coupe is just is already out of control, but I think the convertible one, because I mean, with the exception of the Corvette, what other GM convertible can you get at this point? Uh, can you get a Camaro? I can get a Camaro, Camaro right? Uh, yes, yes. But those are boats, you know, especially compared to the Solstice. You should get a Solstice and get that sweet GM tune. I guess now it doesn't matter, but. Uh, one of the things I've noticed, because I, I really like Solstices, so anytime I'm cruising Craigslist and I see one, I always open it up and look at it. Like, I swear 50% of them, especially the GXPs, salvage titled. I don't think I've really ever even seen a GXP one. And most of the time, that the most of the time when you find one that's not salvage titled, automatic. Oh, yeah, they're automatic. So it's the right? same people, it's the people that had a Solstice and they crashed that or drove it into a lake and then they bought a GTO and wrapped that around a tree. It's the same people. Probably, yeah. They yep. just upgraded the G. Oh, this will be better. No, it's more crashing. Maybe they went the other way. Maybe they had a GTO, like crashed that. Well, I mean, it's too much power. It's too much, yeah. It's too much power. So I bought a Solstice. Still can't handle that. Drove now they're driving uh, NB Miatas safely because that doesn't have enough horsepower to get that's out of true. its own way. That's true. That makes sense. I think that's the progression. They moved away from Pontiac. They moved away from Get the away power. from GM and too much horsepower. Buy a Mazda. I never it's consumer under, advice. I never understood why the Solstice wasn't more popular. Right? We I, loved ours. I thought it was super cool. I also like the Saturn Sky, which I took it to prom twice. Look at this guy going to so That's many proms. Big pimpin'. I went to a prom in Sioux City. Like, in small town Iowa, when you go to prom, like, 
when guys go to prom, at least car guys, three-fourths of the reason you agree to go to prom is because you get to drive someone else's fun car. Yes. So I went to Sioux City, and that's not like that's not a thing there. They thought, because I never met any of these kids before, yep. they thought that was my personal daily driver vehicle. Sioux Center was the same way. Like I went to theirs, and they didn't do the car thing. You, you literally just drove to the parking lot and walked in. Did they do? Did was that in, a thing? Indianola, for- uh, it was a mixed bag. It's kind of between. We did. There like- were a few of us that did it. But then everybody else didn't get it. Like in Sheldon, you'd, you'd pull up to the front of the school and there'd be valets there and they'd get your date out and you'd get out and then you'd you know hand them the keys and tell them not to wreck the car and you'd do the whole rigmarole. And, <laughs> yep. I mean, that was... And then you'd walk in like and they'd have all these balloons and they'd take pictures of you with your date and Boyden, it was a whole ordeal. Having flashbacks. Yep. Boynton Hall did the same thing where there was like a circle drive you drove up and then it was called the Grand March. Like you yeah, ever, ever Grand lined, March, that's the word. They lined their cars up down the street and really? everyone had these hot rods. Like it was yes. driving oh, driving the car to prom was a bigger deal than the than actual prom. prom you know was what we us. need to do? No. We need to I don't like where like, this is going. We need to do a, it's getting weird. We need to do a <laughs> We need cover. to go back to prom? No, Adam. No, no, no. no we're not it's going a, back to it. We should cover a Grand March. We read an article about it. I don't it. like I don't like <laughs> it. We could talk about ours cuz that would make sense, but it's so, it, I, I I thought that was the norm. I thought everybody did that. We could find I, somebody who's young enough to be in prom and get him a press car. There you go. <laughs> my se- my senior year when I bought the 240 it had to be like my goal was to have it done by prom so I could bring it to the Grand March. I stayed up 24 hours straight the night before getting the car finished and then cleaned. How'd your date feel about that? We broke up. <laughs> <laughs> Not that night, but shortly thereafter. My first prom, I went in a like 61 or 62 Cadillac convertible. Hell yeah. Dude, you were that just big be... pimping at all your proms. You don't even know. That'd awesome. Be... Oh. oh my God. <laughs> my dad hooked me up on that one. That's that's pretty sweet, no doubt. So yeah, Solstice. I think I think that they're especially the GXP and especially the manual and especially not salvage titled. Yeah, but, you know those. I think that those are going to go up because they're they're the last of anything like that American built. Robbie, I have a couple on here that I'm not going to say because well, I think we're going to get to it when we talk about or what our listeners suggested. Okay. So the last one I have that wasn't going to be on a list of anybody else's, I think the 2015 and 16 Ford Mustang GTs are going to be worth something. And I think that this, to me, it's, it's this is kind of a personal thing. I think they're the best looking Mustangs since the 65 to 67 Fastbacks. Every, to me, I'm not a Mustang fan. I think they're all crap besides this, the last two years, and then like the 67. God, he is burning bridges today, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. I like it. So, so you're I, saying wait. Buy one of these on the downswing. Yeah, they're going to depreciate like five like, years from now. Yeah, try to find a decent one, and then pick one up, and then ten years from now they'll be worth more than they are, you know, in five years, and then moving on from there. Unmolested, of course. I'm not saying like. I also have a sneaking suspicion that these might be the last of the big V8s, just because that's the way the world is going, and it wouldn't surprise me if this, this, or maybe the next era of cars in general, you know, Mustangs, Camaros. Corvettes, uh, maybe not Corvettes, but Chargers. Like this might be the last of the big V8s, and so any of those cars are going to be worth more in the future, just because that was the end of the era. I hate to say it, but yeah. The, well, I'm they've already that's true. They've already said that some Mustang. I don't know if it's the 18, but one that's coming up is going to be going to be hybrid. Yeah, they're killing the V6. I mean, <laughs> so it's it's all down. It's true. From yeah, here. If this is the last one for sure. Should snag one when they get cheap. 
good call. You got another one? No, not really. I think though, if you're if you're looking for a, a high grade investment vehicle, I would look at a 1974 Fiat 124 Sport <laughs> Spider. Um, Do you just, happen to know of one? That maybe... I don't. I don't know of one that's for sale currently, but there might be one for sale in ten years. That's maybe for the right price, <laughs> you might know of one. No, actually, I don't think I'll ever sell it. Hmm. I think I'm gonna uh, keep it. I have one more bold claim that I want to make. Okay. Uh, I think. In the future, the cha- uh, charger, the 392 charger mm. with with the shaker hood is going to, that package car is going to be worth more than its Hellcat brethren. Because it's more rare? I think there's less of them. There's probably less of them. And frankly, they're cooler. I think that they're definitely cooler. Definitely don't disagree with that. Something I really, really want, and now I'm thinking about again, is the... The ch- uh, Charger, the 392 Charger, in that blue color. Yes. I don't know what they call that. That was the other thing is, I, not you saying that you one's see a lot more much, of but. the you see a lot more of the 392 packages in the crazy colors than you do the Hellcats. They're all red, black, and silver. Yep. Yeah, that's true. And then the the you know the 392 packs come in purple and green and yep. orange and, and those are the ones that bring big money those are the ones at that auction. Bring big money at auctions you know the 60s yep. and 70s ones God. i think in the future you know 30 years from now those are gonna be worth more than their hellcat brethren even though right now the hellcat's the car to have yes i just think those are cooler right now if you pulled up two of those in front of me and said you can have one of these to take home i'd take the 392 Actually, you know what? I could go if I had the money to buy either one. If I went in, I would probably buy the 392 because I feel like you could actually drive it, and I don't feel like I'd be missing out on anything. I think it is cooler. I think it is cooler than a Hellcat. It's a little bit more underground. You know, I don't know. It comes in better colors. It's just I think it's (laughs) I think it's better. What else you got, Robbie? Uh, I guess while I'm looking at the list, the only thing I don't have, or I have that and no one else does, I'd say the R34 and R35 GTRs will go up in value. Eventually. like not. I mean, they're already pretty high now, but I think those will be collectible forever. I think when R34s are available here, they'll shoot back up. They're going to be so expensive. Yep. Like 50 grand. Oh, yeah. People get off on those 34s. I know. Well, the they're 30, good looking, but... When the 34s God. are available here is when you should buy a 32. Because everybody will sell their 32 and buy a Trying 34. Trying to unload my 32 That's a good point. so I can buy a 34. That's a good point, actually. It's not a bad, it's not mm-hmm. a bad point. Because I don't think many people are going to sell their 32 to get a 33. Absolutely not. I think you'll get a few people, but not... People are like, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for that 34. I'm getting my GTR fix. By owning this 32, yep. but only because I can't own a 34 yep. yet. Yeah, I'd, yeah, it's probably exactly true. Or now is the time to buy a 34 in Japan. Illegal, yeah. It, it, I guess <laughs> let it sit. Let it sit in Japan, and then when you can legally transfer it over here or, or ship it to Canada and let it sit. Yeah, for yeah, years. that's what I was gonna say because you could bring it into Canada and drive it. Because it's fifteen just year. summer up there. Everyone, they, yeah, know, take, take a, a week every summer. Drive go your drive GTR. your GTR and yeah. then park it back in a shed again. And then bring it across the border. Twenty five years hits. Sell it. It's guaranteed money. Guaranteed money maker. Interesting advice we've just given. It sounds very expensive though. <laughs> it's a high, it's high risk, but it, it'll, high it risk. will pay off. Yeah, is, that it, is that it? That's, we, all, that's we, all I got. We do all the, We got a couple of listener predictions. Let's roll you, them. You out. got those, or you want me to do? 
Uh, well, since I was the one that suggested uh, the new Mustangs, Tim Taylor's going to hate me because he thinks all the Fox body Mustangs are going to be worth money. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. I think he's wrong. Nah, dude, they're coming up. There's too many people that just live and die by Mustang for those to never come back up. And they already are. They're already starting to creep up. Like he said, I sold mine when they were the cheapest and now they're already worth more. Really? It's like, to me, that's like the worst ones. No, the the only one who thinks that the SN 95 is no, sorry. The Mustang two Mustang two is the worst one. I would say the gen after the SN 95 is probably worse. Oh, you don't like that one? Because, uh, somebody else said the O three O four Cobras, and those will probably be worth money because they have that IRS on them. And yeah, they have the IRS and they're blown. And yeah, yeah. those will be worth money, but I'm not sure that the rest of them will be. Don't well, okay. I'm not super into the rest of them. I don't, but I don't dislike it as much as the Mustang Two or the SN. The Mustang Two is not a Mustang. It's it's yeah. like a it's a thing. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what it was. It something is. else that had the Mustang name on it. Yeah, like it was a mistake. It was. We admit mistake. it. It was exactly. That's exactly right. <laughs> as a country, we admit we, we're we sorry. Accept that. We apologize. We're moving on. But as a GM guy, I can't allow the Mustang Two. I can't allow the Mustang guys to forget the Mustang Two. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they always oh, no. like they always love to brag like we're the only pony car that made it. Blah blah blah. And I'm like, <laughs> we never stopped making our it's car. Like, let's take a step back and remember the '70s and '80s real quick. Let's just <laughs> I just there was like 20 years that you guys were making absolute dog shit. Let's not forget. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Uh, let's run through Austin, um, his suggestions. Yeah, he, real got a, quick. he got quite a list. He had for the us. Mustang Cobra 0304 Cobra, which I think we agree with. First gen NSX. Oh, uh, yeah. Seeing those go up already. Some of those are. Those, those never went down. They're so one, expensive. You used to be able to buy one of those for like 20 grand. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, they went way down for a while. Now they're coming back up. Yeah. I guess I never even saw them that low. I just assumed they were on like 30s, this 40s, when, and they're going way this back This is when up. we were probably late teens, though, so you couldn't buy one. Yeah, not even. Couldn't even think about it. Right. They made cool. that car. <laughs> A long time. They made it forever. For a long time. Look it up real time. quick. It's crazy. NSX production you, run. I never thought that they made them that long. But they kept changing them. It's like, and like 12 years or something like that, they isn't got, it? They got rid of the pop-up headlights. It's quite the deal. 1990 to 2005. Oh, 2005, 15, 15 years. years. And the power output didn't really change that much. But I think they... Not a lot changed from 90 to 2005. I don't think the last couple of years we could get them here. I think like '01 or something like that is when they stopped coming to the U.S. That might be yeah, true. Yeah, I don't think in '05 is. There was like, uh, I think in '05 they sold like twelve of them or something. Like you know yeah. what I mean? Like those yeah. last couple of years, nobody cared. No, everybody else was so much faster than the NSX. Yeah, it was probably a great car to drive, but it just wasn't competitive anymore. I've heard a couple of people say that unless you're like Ayrton Senna, they're almost not that good because they're you have to ring the shit out of them. You have to re- you have to be a good driver to really be up drive it. the car. I'd still have one though. I think they're awesome. Oh, I'd love to I'd love to find out for myself. Er- yeah. Early 90s NSX. What do you got yeah. there, Robbie? Was that it? Yeah, I, I'm not gonna, oh, okay. I'm not going to read the entire You motioned article. like you had something to say. No. Um, let's see. Um Gen 2 MR2 which is what uh it's what, That's what Don and Josh yeah. and and um Jacob, Jacob, Jacob all have. Um, yeah, I could see that. I think both of them, not or all three of them. I mean, why not all three of them? They're they're cool cars. They're quick. I don't like I, always, the, I don't like the Gen One as much as I like the other two. Right. I like the Gen, Gen Twos one, are my favorite. I, if I had to list them out from favorite to least favorite, it would be 
two, one, three, I think. Interesting. I'd switch, okay. I'd switch the one and the three. I like the yeah. one better than the three. Okay. Interesting. You can get that with a supercharger, the original. Oh, really? Like factory. You can oh. get them supercharged, the AW11. That'd be interesting. They're pretty cool there. That, that might be kind of cool. They're very boxy, very wedgy. Yeah. And that's why I like it. I think it's kind of. That's why I don't like it. It's a little bit too. It's too eighties. It's an eighties car. I gotta love it, right? I I have. I am like bound by blood oath or something to to love it more than than the rest. So you're so brainwashed. It's weird. I don't understand. Maybe you just haven't. I didn't drink. I didn't drink the. You haven't experienced it, Robbie. You know what the problem is? All these eighties cars that we talk about. It's really hard to stuff an LS in them because they were small. You know what I mean? They were going for that economy car thing. Is that what you think I'm doing for me? MR2. You know, Robbie can't LS swap those, so he's. I have no interest. He's not into it. At least you can swap all those Ks. Could K swap them? There's a there's a K swap kit for the second gen MR2. That'd be be, be interesting, yeah. Don owned a K for that swap at one point. Huh. Very interesting. Yeah. For sure. Uh, N.A. Miata. We kind of talked about that one already. Yeah, we talked about that two weeks ago. So that would be... I don't disagree. If you can find an unmolested low mileage one. Yep. Uh, Vipers. We said yes to all Vipers. Yeah, he specifically listed the last gen ACR, didn't he? Yeah, ACR GTS, which definitely any special edition Viper for sure. Yep. Even more so. Um, FCRX7, which kind of talked about that one too. I have one thing about the the Viper real quick. That okay, just, just hit me. What's that? I think the last generation will be the least valuable of them because it's the Italian one. Because it's the it's it's probably the fastest, but it's also the tamest. Yeah, because the other ones were like a man's car. Like you, you know, not anybody could drive them, and all of them are different. And I think that's actually going to hurt it. All of them are different. What do you mean? Like, because they had that one of one program, you oh. know, where there was like literally a million options you could choose from. Right. And because of that, I, it's going to be hard to make any of them more valuable than the rest right. because they're all different in some way. I gotcha. Okay. That's fair. You know, what makes, what makes, uh, 440 Hemis with the shaker hood and the convertible and the factory AC with the four speed is because, there's only five of them and there's a hundred million of them that didn't have that. But that Viper is the only one like it. And so is the next one. And so is the next one. And so is the next one. And because of that, their, their collectability is going to be less. Yeah. I'm with you on that. Because that's, that's what you're after is the exclusivity as compared to the plebeian car. And since they're all exclusive, they're not as collectible. Yeah, I agree. Which is weird. Yeah, it's weird. But that is the way it is. But that's why the ACR will be worth more than the normal Viper with all the weird options you've chosen is because it's the ACR. Well, you could get an ACR one of one as well. You could? Yeah. They're just all that way? They were all that way. No wonder they weren't making any fucking money off the Viper program then. (laughs) That's That's why car makers have option groups is because it's cheaper just check a it box. It endlessly and get, annoys me, but yeah. And get 10, 10 options at the same time. They do it sometimes just to upsell you, but it is cheaper for them to group yeah, an option. Yeah, because I only want two of those options and I'm stuck with the other eight. Right. But it is cheaper. And so no one of them didn't make any fucking money off of that car. Yeah. Fair enough. That's why so, it's dead. Yeah. Um, and then the FC. Yeah, we talked about that one already, kind of. It's, uh, yeah. I, I, it'll, I think it'll peak out. It'll be like, to me, it's just drift tax. It's not like, yeah, it's, it's not going to be a valued thing like the FD. But I know that you're not worried about this, but doing what you've done to your car is, is going to kill its future value. 
Well, yeah. I didn't do it to it, though. Well, yeah, and I understand that, but, like, the rotary, leaving the rotary in it would have made it a more valuable car in the future. I know you didn't do that, and I know yeah. that you don't care either way, and even if you had bought it, you know, with a bad rotary in it, you still would have done what you did, and that's fine, and, and I'm not knocking you for it. I would have done it myself. Yeah. But it's not, it's, it's going to hurt the car because the of stock it. turbo, too. The stock turbo, too. I don't know if anybody's going to care about the... NAs, those will all just get turned into drift cars. Uh, was the GTU an NA? Uh, yes. Because I think that one and the Turbo 2 will be the two to have. I think mine's and then there a, was I all those like weird ones that we never got. I think mine's a GTU. Because the GTU is a stripped out. GTU is like the lightweight one, I yeah, think. Yeah, I think mine's a GTU because it doesn't have any. I'll have to go back and look. I don't remember. I'm pretty sure it is, though. I think they, I mean, obviously it could have been stripped off, but Mine's I have one. I have a picture on my phone of a GTU. I'm pretty sure it has a, like a decal yeah, on the Fish's back of does. the Mine's, or something mine's like been painted though, so oh, I don't okay. have a clue. Okay. I think that's it, isn't it, Robbie? That's all I got. Boom. You want to do the news? I do. Go. Buy one of those people. And, and when then you 10 make- years from now, you let us know how much yep. money and if you we lose money you. on it, we don't we don't want to know about it. No, don't tell us. But if you make money, you, you, you're welcome. We want to find her. It'll be a 10 10 uh, success story. An investor's uh, like fee, you know, like bank investment bankers, they get fees we get, off of Well, those they get a fee no, even if they lose you money. Well, then I think we should. And do. we're not charging people for this podcast yet. Yet. <laughs> 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 got to monetize this bitch. <laughs> what do we got for news? Uh, Toyota is building a Fiesta ST fighting hot hatch. Yeah. It looks sweet. I like it. it I am is, super excited to see Toyota getting back into fun cars. Yes. And I, I always thought the Yaris was a really goofy, weird car, but I do like the I idea like, of it as a hot hatch. I like the Yaris, but it only makes like, 100 horsepower. I like the last Yaris better. The egg. Really? I love that stupid yeah, I, I like I like the new one. The, the concept. That's a good looking car. Don't get me wrong. I like that one, but the last one was rad. Eh, arguably, rad in an ugly way. But this one's got two hundred. Have you ever two hundred ten horsepower? <laughs> he likes eighties cars, Robbie. We just talked I about know. this. Okay. I like ugly cars. It's my thing. He just likes ugly cars. It doesn't matter what it is. If it's ugly, he's into it. He's down. But there's two. There is like a point where you've passed so ugly it's cool, and you're just ugly. So what you're saying is you like ugly things that aren't cool. Yes, he's, he likes the ones that are. No, because like Veyrons, those are just ugly. That's not. It's not ugly, so ugly it's cool. It's just ugly. Yeah, but I feel like he exists in this area where they're ugly but not cool. So where what is that? Me? Yeah. Yes. I don't exist in that area. Lots of people like my stuff. Ask Robbie. Robbie is the mainstream guy who balances us out, remember? His, his opinion cannot be but, considered valid in cars that are our niche. But I'm, I'm agreeing with Robbie in this case. Yes. Because <laughs> your car is, is, is the, the eye catcher. What are you talking about? The Trailblazer's beautiful. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> is there anything else on when this I, car, When Robbie? I think beautiful Camaro, I think 79. Is there anything else on this, Robbie? <laughs> um, Really not a whole lot. They, they just said it's going to be 210 horsepower. It's The intent is to be competitive with the Ford Fiesta ST. Could almost be guaranteed that we won't get it. Yeah. Oh, be. I never even thought about that. Yeah, we, That's a really good point. Damn it. They won't do it, I'm You're sure. You're going to rain on my parade. I'm, I know. I get it. I totally get it. Ford has been like the God. company for saying we're going to build something and then giving it to everybody. I thought for sure that when the RS was like 
a concept being being leaked. Yeah. I was like, we're not calm down, people. We're not getting that fucking thing. Just every because they've had a on our a Focus RS for like most of the Focus gens, and we've never got them. Right. And, and I was like, come on, guys, we're not getting that thing. Just put your panties back on. It's, we're not t- we're not getting it, and yep. then here I am wrong. We I couldn't it. be happier about it. But like I said, Ford has been like the best at that, though. Yeah, I'd say we made an ST. Oh, okay, that's cool. No, you're gonna get it. Oh, okay, cool, that's awesome. And the RS, but I'm sure we're not gonna get this. Yep, it's going to debut in March at the Geneva Auto Show, which is not which is America. not America. No, nope. no. So we're not getting that. I'm sure. It will probably not be at the Chicago Auto Show or the Detroit Auto Show or anything else. The other thing I know is it's... Or it might be, but we just won't. It's a two-door. It is a two-door. Which, or it's a three-door. It's a three-door, which would mean it would more directly compete with the European version of the Fiesta ST, which is a three-door. If for no other reason, I would buy that, the Yaris, over the the ST for that reason alone. Do you think this will be less expensive than the Focus? Or the uh, Fiesta? Sorry. What's I don't a know. Fiesta seems a lot. Isn't what does a Fiesta like start at? Yeah, like, like wh- twenty with no options. Oh really? Yep. Twenty four if you get the. Ricardo's I can't decide if cool I shit. think that's too much or just right. I think you get a little less than twenty. Like I 19. feel like that's not a bad asking price for that car. For a for some reason I had the RS price in my head. So yeah, that is the RS is, that, is that too is, much. Is money. And this is the small I, one. Yeah, it's not as bad as I think. The, the RS the is too much money. The Focus RS is way too much to me, but. So, yeah. We won't get that, I'm sure. No, but it's a cool idea, and maybe if other companies would jump on this type of fun car. What they should do is they should put that drivetrain in an IQ. Yes! Oh, God. And it's buy, well, I'd buy that for sure. Street I'd have one imported. Let's, let's just build one. Let's an build IQ it. with 210 horsepower would be the funniest fucking thing that ever existed. <laughs> oh, Easily the most dangerous thing I've ever done. Surely dangerous. Short <laughs> wheelbase. Torque it, steer. Yep. Oh yep. God! It'd be so glorious. It'd be awesome. You'd just be smoke coming off the front tires all the time. I love it sweet. so much. What else we got for news, Robbie? Um, potentially some motorcycle prices may double due to the U.S. beef producers' lobby. This is a bizarre one it's super, that nobody super nobody really talked about because it's so weird. It is weird, and I don't think people understand it. Yeah. So because. Of- what was that? <laughs> it's, Jesus it's Christ, the couch. Adam. It's the couch. Everybody always says it's the it's couch. The couch. It's, the, it's the acoustics of the room. Jesus blah, blah. Christ, you're gonna have to. Oh my God, we're gonna have to fumigate my house now. <laughs> I don't know if it's safe to live in here it's anymore. The it's the couch. It squeaks. I can't help it. We're gonna have to take a pause. So because of some like trade act from like, like 1974, like the European market doesn't want American beef. It's not high quality enough for them. Didn't Europe just get in trouble like not too long ago for having horse meat in their beef? I don't know, but this is where my beef question comes. I have an unrelated car question for this okay. this topic. Okay. Does that mean they have way better meat than we do? Fuck no. Well, they they use less like growth hormone in their livestock. I don't give a flying fuck about okay. that. Stuff. But if like if you go there, <laughs> like because when I was traveling back and forth to London all the time, like you get a a chicken patty or something like that, or like yeah. whatever. Yeah. It's smaller. Yeah, you, you notice that it's smaller and it's got like a different texture to it. Have you seen the movie Food Inc. That documentary? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. where they've like boosted all these animals with like steroids and whatnot, yeah. make them huge. In, in that's, America, that's why that's, a chicken breast here yeah. is like the size of a turkey yeah, leg. If you bought yeah. a chicken breast, it's like a fucking pterodactyl. Like, it's where huge. did that Katie, come from? Katie and I just get a chicken breast. 
That's yeah, enough for both of us. It's like three pounds. It's huge. It's out of control. Yeah. Like sometimes I look at it and go, can we get a smaller chicken breast in that? Because I'm not going to be able to eat We that don't one. have a smaller chicken, sir. We only have this steroided up How chicken. about like a, a Cornish hen breast then? Or no, the Cornish like? hen is now the size of a regular chicken. <laughs> yeah, but because we put antibiotics and all this other stuff in our in our beef, Europe doesn't want it. Or they say it doesn't meet their standards, but they'll put horse meat in their burgers, whatever. Because as I read this, I think, are they getting like way awesome beef that we don't get? No, it's no. not as good. It's not as good? No, I've had it at least in Europe or in uh, uh, the UK. It's not as good as our beef. All right, good. But anyways. It doesn't taste as good, let's put it that way. <laughs> good. And the portions are smaller. But as like a result of this, the beef lobby people are proposing a... Uh, what the, is it a tariff or a tax? Yeah, a tax. Something, something. Basically, there's going to be an import tax. So because they because the U.S. because they won't buy U.S. beef, they want to impose an import tax on European goods. So it's it's a bunch of random things, and included in it, which is why we're talking about it, are 51 to 250 cc motorcycles, and and also another group of them of 250 cc to 500 cc motorcycles, which would include brands like. Aprilla, am I saying that right? Yep. Uh, BMW, Ducati, Husqvarna, KTM, Piaggio, which I've never heard of, and Vespa. Piaggio makes like weird scooter things. Okay, yeah. so like the, Vespas. Now, for, Vespa. for most of the American market, which like when they say motorcycles, this is not going to affect that. However, it would ultimately kill Husqvarna, KTM, Piaggio, and Vespa in the United States because no one's paying double for a scooter or well, or a dirt bike. Husqvarna right. sells. Dirt bikes, um, good, good dirt bikes, really nice dirt bikes. Oh, really? I didn't oh, know yeah. they made They're, those. Top notch. I know stuff. KTM's are like like trail the bikes. bees it's, knees. It's the same company. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah, but they both make awesome, awesome dirt bikes. Yeah, yeah I know Hus- KTM is is where it's at. There's a guy that I used to work with. Like the only bike that he'd really ride, like for trail riding, was a Husqvarna. It was like the be all end all of trail bikes. I didn't really. I like just. Yeah. It's a lot smaller chainsaw. market, but mm-hmm. people are really in, like really loyal to them. Cool. So, but, uh, yeah, so it's like, this has been proposed like three times before when they wouldn't buy our beef. And so I don't know if it's going to go through or not this time, but they're talking, it's on the docket again as a, as a proposal. You know, it would really suck if it does happen. Your, your $3 bottle of water, there's going to be a $6 bottle of water because mineral water and sparkling water was on that list. Was Was it? it? You I know, betcha. I know chewing gum and other random things are on it. I'm gonna have to get my water from like Japan or something though. <laughs> Damn it. They're not known for their spring water. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's true. They're, they're known for their, probably, they're they probably known don't even have springs in Japan. Damn it. And I can't even drink just they're known for their pollution over there. Pierre can't drink that. That's French. LaCroix. LaCroix. No, that's American. I can oh, drink it is? LaCroix. Yep. Oh, okay. It's just got a French name. Evian. I have no Voss? idea. Voss, that's not American. Fred? Nope. What is Fred? <laughs> Aquaf- Fred water? Aquafina? Water in a box? All of these waters. Oh, we could have some water in a box. That's already expensive. Did you do? That's have you ever expensive. had water? Like, what's the deal with water? It's in like a box? milk carton Can of water. Can someone explain It's to a me? milk carton of water. It's $3. So is it just the novelty of drinking it out of a carton? Here's a the milk thing. carton? Every time I see a. a is it, it's called water it's in a box. It's called water in a box. It's a That's white carton name. with black letters on it. All it says is water in a box. Every time I see it, it's $3.50 <laughs> and it's not refrigerated. Like, it's just sitting on a shelf. Mm-hmm. Like, who the fuck is buying this? <laughs> and the expiration date has to be very short because that box is not going to last apart. anywhere near as long as a plastic bottle. Or which is even, isn't even even going to be near as long but as But, like, glass. what's... I mean, who sits around one day and goes, nobody's put water in a box before. Like, we should do that and charge a whole shitload of money A pretentious asshole. 
But who's buying it? People who buy Geraldsteiner. No, other this is this this bottle is two dollars. Oh man! And it's. 25 ounces. Well, I, I guess a 24 pack of this beautiful bottle of Aquafina for like $3. Well, I guess what's the most pretentious way you could drink water? From a glass bottle. No, out of a fucking box. No way. It's, it's, it's pretentious. It's, Robbie. It's so hipster. What's the. Okay. It, is, I, it, it almost hipster made, and pretentious, I don't. I put them hand in hand. I don't oh, know. They're I don't arrogant. Think that's the same. Hipster is in like an arrogant, pretentious, snooty. Drinking thing. water in a box is very hipster. I will, I very will grant hipster. you that. That's the only reason. Because it's you talk about how it doesn't get any of the, you know, the plastic doesn't leach into the water and it's more healthy. And no. There's probably some sustainable bullshit on the outside of the box because, you no. know, it's recycled paper and. If you want to be economical, use glass. It's made of sand. That's what glass is made from. I'm being more economical with my $2 bottle of water than you are with that, your 30 cent bottle true. of water. That's true. That's fully recyclable glass. This is fully Yours recyclable. plastic is going to pollute the oceans. I'm over it. <laughs> you should care more about the environment. Adam. You should care more about the environment and drink Geraldsteiner. You know what? If Geraldsteiner was the same price per ounce, I'd be fine with your, your Adam, eco look the, shit. Look at the mineral content. See, I don't, what you're I don't understand it, though. Calcium, magnesium, so, bicarbonate. I, I get... Bicarbonate sounds like something I need in my life for you sure. Do. I bet it is. There's a there's 1,800 milligrams per liter in here. Just because it's there doesn't that. mean you need it. Potassium, you need that. I get that from bananas. Anyway. I just doesn't get it. So the, don't get it. You're right. So the Beef Lobby's new petition is currently on the review phase. Um, in 2008, when they did this, I think it sounds like that was the last time, it only took 600 uh, signatures to get them to just not do that. Not do it? So... I assume it's not going to happen again. They have a signature link, I believe. Yep. It's available. 100% import tax on things like this. People aren't really going to go for that. It's going to get it doesn't. It's not a good look when like KTM dealers have to close. No. Because they don't really sell anything that's less than 500 cc's. At least not in a dirt bike. I mean, they, they sell some street bikes and stuff like that. But right. the large majority of what they sell, I would guess, would be dirt bikes. Yeah, 125s, and, 250s, yep. stuff like that. Yep. And uh, yeah, that's going to cut into your sales pretty dramatically. We can go buy a Yamaha, yeah, which is cheaper to start with. Yeah, KTMs are more expensive than Yamaha to begin with, and if you put any sort of tax on it, it's unaffordable. Now it's one hundred fifty percent more. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like your four thousand dollar Yamaha versus your nine thousand dollar KTM for the same same level class. of performance, basically. Yeah, yeah. Not, it's gonna be hard. I don't sell care how hard you are. That's that's hard. gonna eat into it. Yep, it's hard for a lot of people to stomach that. So They're probably already like harder to get parts for and stuff like that. So. Yeah. Probably just because the level Some of support level. isn't quite there, like like a Yamaha or a Honda would be. I don't know. At some level, what's next, Robbie? Uh, Tesla owners have noticed the new software updates limit the number of ludicrous launches they can perform. I don't know why this is a surprise to anybody. I did some looking into this because I was like, this is a weird thing. Okay, so you, they limit the number of launches you get. Okay, so, so surely it's got to be like, I mean, how many how many times do you need to go from zero to sixty in two point five seconds? Is it like in your in your in the life of owning a Tesla, you, you're not doing it every day. No, nope. you doing it once a month. How often are you really doing it? How often can you use it? Because exactly. it's so Safely. out of control. Right, like you can't be doing it at stoplights. So when you first get it, the other thing is, I think that you can only do it twice on a charge. Okay, so you're not really doing that. it ever. So you never do it unless you're like in your driveway and you're just showing off to friends. Right. People come over to your house. Okay, let's take it. I'll take let's it off the charger. Let's go do the ludicrous. Mode. Let's do it once. Okay. Yeah, okay you do fine. it and you come back. Okay. Put your iPhone on the back seat and watch it levitate. Okay, so you're doing that a couple times when you buy it and then you're never doing it again. I yeah, mean, realistically. Exactly. Because the other option is just to, to drive away 
and do it in like three seconds. You know what I mean? Yeah, so it's not yeah. that much slower. L- yeah, ludicrous mode is 0, 060 and 2.5. Non-ludicrous mode is 0, 060 and 2.9. That is not a decipherable difference to the human. No. Especially the average Tesla owner. Right. Most of them are not driving at this So, point. Robbie may know this because he reads the, I did. He reads the whole thing. How many launches, Adam, do you think you get before you get limited? Uh, disclaimer, I didn't even open this article. So. Okay, so this is good. I want to know I want to know how many launches you think you get before Tesla limits with this new software update 8.0, the number of ludicrous launches you can have. The way that you've prefaced this, I'm going to guess it's still really high. I'm going to go with 500. Higher. What would you have said before that, Are you though? freaking kidding no. me? <laughs> what would you, okay, first, what would you have said before that? Before this whole rigmarole, what would you say? 50. Okay. It's 625. <laughs> you, you can do 625 hard launches before it limits you. My Omni has also, been an autocross rig its entire life. That's almost all it's done. You're probably right there. I'd be surprised <laughs> if it's done 625 launches. Like full bore. I like, mean, because this yeah. is full. This is. How often do you really launch a, a car full bore from yeah, a stop? Like. You're up on your two-step. You're yeah. launching. Yeah. Never, basically. You're, you're also allowed to do what they call as a mixture limit, and that's with uh, or a mixture launch, and that's when you're not at a full stop, but you're rolling and then launch in ludicrous mode. You're allowed to do that 3,068 3, times, <laughs> and then it limits you. <laughs> oh, damn only, it. Only 3,068. But I'll bet that's where people are getting it. They're not doing hard launches. They're, they're just doing they're, that shit all day? Yeah. They're, they're roll like racing all fucking day stop long. Well, yeah. The, you know, you take it out and you go down a black, like a black top. You do a curvy road and all of a sudden, you know, you, three turns into it. You already got three on the three on your launch limit. So, you know, you drive there, drive back. That's six. Drive, you know, I mean, if you're just, if you're dicking around with your car. But I feel I like. it counts. Is this still a ludicrous mode setting? I think you have to have it on or something. Yep. Because it's. It's incredibly energy, like intense. Draining, yeah. Yes. He's saying you're not doing it ten so times a day. So I'm saying you can't you're do it. Ten, you can't out. do it ten times a day because unless you have a mile commute, you're not going to make it. Ah, I get you. Yeah, probably. So anyway, Tesla owners are threatening to sue. What on the Tesla Why? like well, uh, forum page? Well, the thing is, it's not like when if you hit this limit. Tesla dials your power back. So instead of having 1,600 amps or whatever they measure this thing, it drops it down to 1,500 amps, and you have a noticeable difference from 0 to 60. It's 100 horsepower, they said. Yes. Sorry. So they're basically limiting your car to 100 horsepower. Aren't those cars like, you know, equivalent to like six or 700? It's up in the sevens, I think, yeah. So I'm making, you know, 610 instead of 710? Something like that, yeah. So I'm still doing three two zero to 60s? Yes. But, the, but here's the best part. I, I love this part. They said... <laughs> He's so excited This is so stupid. This. People are fucking idiots. They're like, okay, so they say, they say, we should be able to have as many launches as we want because alternatively, we could have gone out and bought a Porsche 911 Turbo and, and done as... And there's no limit on the number of launches that you can do in a 911 Turbo. Say I, it. Aren't those unlimited warrantied? The Teslas? Yes. Oh, I don't know. 
I think are they? I think they have an unlimited mileage warranty on them. And I think that's yeah, that's where it's coming from. Is but here's the the, the, the Porsche does not have an unlimited mileage warranty. You on go it. get a Porsche Turbo from a dealership, and you go out in the middle of the street, and I want to see you go from zero to sixty with the launch control on six hundred and twenty-five times, and then we're going to take it back in the dealership, <laughs> see what condition it's in. Something's going the to break. The clutch is going to explode, and yes. they're going to laugh at you the when clutch you tell them to replace it under warranty. The clutch will explode at fifty launches. I can guarantee you it will. Full hardcore full bore launches on a Porsche on an all wheel drive system. God, it's not going to make rough. it. It's not going to make it. No, anywhere near six hundred and twenty five. No, and it's going to disable the car when it happens. <laughs> when it goes, the whole thing's going to go, and you're not going to be able to drive it. But I think that they have an unlimited mile, unlimited mileage warranty. That might explain. And so I would definitely be limiting these people. What I don't well, I guess to me, that's a stupid warranty. Um, it's like 10 years, though, isn't it? Or it's got a limit I think on it's years. 10 years unlimited miles okay. or something like that. But I, I, again, I think that's kind of a, a weird... They're assuming game. you can't drive it enough mileage with I charging think, it. I think they were trying to move product. Clearly. And then I also think that it's stupid that they would dial it back. Just void the fucking warranty. Like, have that be in bold letters on the the lease agreement that if you're you do, done at 625... If you do 625 launches, the, the warranty's over. This is your car. You fix it. Like, the, that's what Nissan did with the GTR. Like, if you'd launched it too many times, the, vo- the warranty's voided. And people were all up in arms. Didn't they made. say they got sued about that, They though? got sued, and they actually settled, but that... But I bet it wasn't 625. Yeah, it should... It was, like, 10. <laughs> exactly. It, it should be... You just void the warranty, and you leave the car as is. I, I you, think... This was, like, 2009, so it's been a hot minute, but I feel like the GTR was, like, straight up... If you use launch control, your warranty's voided. There was something about turning off something. Because they were all launch. pissed off because like Nissan was showing it, and there was something about Jay Leno using it for a Nissan. And thing. he did it anyway. And he did it, and and but they're like, no, I don't care. You use it once, you're not getting a warranty. It's over. Yep. It's game. That seems fair. So, but they they improved that in later years, and and that's not a thing anymore. Hmm. I think they need to shut up. It's my opinion about it. Yeah, I wouldn't expect my I wouldn't Tesla expect owners being whiny bitches. Who'd have called? Them? I would not expect any car that I own to survive two hundred launches or one hundred launches, especially on that type of force. Yeah, with any seven hundred horsepower car that I own. Yeah, I feel like I can launch a Miata two hundred times. It probably should be, okay. be all right. Yeah, but seven hundred. Feel like horsepower. shit would be loose though. You know what I mean? Like there'd be a rattle. You'd be like, "What the fuck is that noise?" <laughs> you know. Things things are bending and yeah, breaking. Things are bending. Bushings are not, yeah, it's not good quite anymore. It's yeah, to be. exactly. Clutch has a bit of a slip to it yeah, now. Yeah, there's a smell. What is that you know? smell? Yeah. I don't know what that smell all the is. time. Anyway, what's what else? What uh, else we, we, got? we can wrap this up. That uh, you can buy Tom Selleck's Ferrari from Magna PI. If you want a Ferrari so, from the '80s in a cop drama, you can have two different ones now. Uh, apparently, we were wrong about this a little bit. The Miami my. Tom Selleck was not in Miami Vice. He's a Magnum PI. He's a Magnum PI. So, correction, sorry. Moving on. Miami Vice was Don Johnson. Yes. Not Tom Selleck. I feel like if I had a boatload of money, I'd go and buy both of these. I'd buy this one. This one, I think, is cooler. And it's not unreasonably priced. What is it? Is that a Testarazza? No, it's a 308 GTS. Go what, on. Yeah. what is it? It's a... Quattro Vavoli. Yeah, I couldn't have gotten that. Quattro Vavoli. Yeah, I definitely. QV. Give that whole name to us with an Italian flair. I can't do it with an Italian accent. I haven't practiced my Italian accent in so so many years. Give us an Australian accent. (laughs) Uh, Mate, it's a Ferrari 308 GTS. It's QV, some bullshit. (laughs) There you go. Uh, 
<laughs> oh, that was beautiful. Um, James is so, so offended, right? So <laughs> Sorry, James. After all the help he's given me in the last two weeks, too. Sorry. Um, this is much cheaper. Yeah. How much is this one? They are estimating it between at auction one hundred fifty to two hundred fifty thousand, and a normal, uh, whatever year three hundred eight GTS eighty three eighty three. Yep. Uh, those are only are fetching eighty three thousand nine hundred dollars. So it makes sense. I mean, you get the f- nostalgia and the flair. You get from the being background a, of being t- actual Tom Selleck driven car, two owner car. Yep. The, the owner that bought it after the TV show had it. Since is that like a more original car? Oh, yeah. yeah. The only thing that's been changed on it since the show was they put aftermarket exhaust on it, and then they still have the original exhaust. I don't think the show changed the car to answer your question, because the other one had like a cell phone in it. And it was painted. Yep. Yep. What color is this one? Red. Bright I can red. do my Coke off of it, then I'm in. That's what I'm saying. This is the 80s car to buy. Yeah. The 80s Ferrari I still buy, like sure. the idea of buying them both, if you could. Just because it'd be kind a, of a cool collection. It would be cool. That'd be a very Jay Leno thing. Like, I've got this one and I've got this one. It's too, it's too 80s. It's Come just, on. It's just, it's it's the 308 is sweet. What do you like, have I, against the 80s, Robbie? I wasn't there. You Neither were there. I. I really <laughs> you were <wasn't>. there. <laughs> he was there. My little sister, who was born on the 11th of December, 1989, still claims to be a child of the 80s. You're so. an 80s child, Robbie. 90s. 88, right? 89. Shit. I'm sorry, I still He's still in the eighties. I still claim to be a child of the nineties because I was three when it left. I don't well, remember I don't, it. I don't disagree. I'm just saying, like, you can't completely hate it, Robbie. Come on. You are from the eighties, let's be realistic. I guess. Eighties were way better than the two thousands. How dare you? You take wow. that back, sir. No, I'm take saying that it. back. I'm saying it. Nineties or two thousands were dope. What is wrong with the two thousand era? I don't have anything against it specifically. I just think the eighties were a more fun time. Elaborate. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> letting this I go. I don't. I've not. Explain had, to me. I've hair not, metal. Hair metals from the eighties. Are you? Have you looked at my playlist lately? Oh, that's it's, a good it's, point. It's all hair metal. You are from the eighties. You are the eighties. I. You're walking around as the eighties, but now my 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 favorite concert I've ever been to, Rush. Is Rush eighties or is it seventies? I'm not even sure. But what, Rush, Rush did song. some. Oh no. But Rush did some terrible, terrible things in the 80s that were just god-awful terrible. They got really far out there for a while. They did. They got and really I can't weird. listen to that stuff. I'm not very good at being, like, the uh, the the person who, like, loves... The diehard Rush the fan. The weird stuff, doing you know? All I, just, of it. I yeah. can't... Like, that mainstream. Regardless of any... Like, I just... I like hearing what's on the oldies stations. I'm good with those. Like, I don't... I don't know. Kind of an old soul. I am an old soul. I'm the world's like youngest old, old 50-year-old man. Yeah, that that is very true. <laughs> it's very, very true. I don't know what to tell you guys. You're just you're wrong. We're not wrong. No, 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 I think, no, no. I think people would agree with us that the 2000 era was better. I think a lot of people would agree that the 80s were better. I do, I do, not, I do not think so. We have to put hit this us, out there Hit to us up on the is, Facebook. I think you're the or only the person... Twitter. Or the Instagram or whatever. I want to know. All right. Well, if that's the case, you take 80s. I'll take 90s. You take 2000s. What was the best era? I want to know. For what? Uh, anything. Just anything? life. Just what life in general. What was the best time to be alive? Okay. Of those three? Of those three. Because you could argue oh, older era. Let's okay. say like, you know, as the age we are now yeah. in that era, you know, like your you're mid to late 20s. That's an interesting question. (laughs) 
Do you want me to answer it now, or should we leave it up to people to hit us up? Yeah, they can hit us up. I want to know what I want to know what the fans think. We'll, okay. we'll double back That's a to fan this question. We'll double back to this next week. Okay, maybe we'll, we'll have a podcast episode that has nothing nothing to do, to do with cars. cars. Just that's our 97. that's our grand tour episode two, where everybody's like, yeah, you know, fifty episode fifty three. I, w- I wouldn't listen to that one. I would skip it. Like if you're a car fan, it's a little weird. I kept dying over and over again. It was very. Odd. I had a friend or I had a coworker this week who had. Uh, casually watch Top Gear, not a car guy. Yeah. Uh, ask me about the Grand Tour, and I said, it's great. Don't watch number two. Somebody that does Just skip is that, that like liked Top Gear but isn't really into cars that heard about Grand Tour, she texted me and she's like, should I watch episode two? Because people Don't. keep talking shit Don't. about it. I was like, I would just skip that one and watch the rest of them are fun. I, I was going to say, like, don't be overcritical of one. Skip two. Three on... They're they're bang on. They're great. Yep, yep. It's good stuff. The next one coming out is like oh, was made for me. Michael. Beck. It's so me. I was watching. It's like, hey, they're racing miles rise. That's pretty cool. And then I'm like, he's got it in a barth. <laughs> this is my episode. <laughs> the racing seeing of a, an old Maserati is faster than a new uh, one two four. No, I think that they had a Maserati challenge, and he had the barth on the power lap thing. On I the track. see. I assume that they they were pulling the deal where they were. You know, oh, you think that. This old '80s Maserati is better than the new car. Well, I'll bet you that the Fiat 124 Barth is faster and better in every way than your '80s Maserati. I think it's an '80s Maserati challenge, which I'm really looking forward to, because there's three of them. They've got three of them in that promo. This is really bad podcast because by the time this comes out, it'll be out. That will have existed. Oh, I'll have to watch it. It'd be good. Is that I it, thought Robbie? about doing like a live play-by-play of a Grand Tour, but meh. Yeah. Nobody, why would you listen to us while watching the Grand Tour? We would have needed to do that with the first one to copy Jalopnik. But did they do that? Yeah, they live streamed their viewing of it. Oh my. Okay. Why would you do that? Sounds like a trick. Because wreck. the world yeah. is vain and that's what we do now. I I'm not opposed to live streaming things. Like when I go to Chicago, I plan on doing that. I'm going to Chicago Auto Show this year again, by the way. So I I'd like to like like if they have something cool, like, hey, look at this, this is cool, walk around it, you know, it's on press day when people aren't, people, when people Robbie, won't have seen the shit. When Robbie gets to buy something at Wild Wades in two weeks or we three could, weeks. We could do that for sure. We're, I'm definitely live streaming Robbie's purchase of a part from a swap meet. But here, here's the thing I don't understand is like, somebody else is watching something entertaining, so I'm going to watch them. Like, what the, how does that make <laughs> any sense? watch them watching <laughs> right, I'm watching them watching while that. While I watch the same thing they're watching. I don't. It's not. I don't feel like that's a like. Hey, we're hanging out sort of thing. I feel like that's a really weird. Like um, it's like, what's it called when you watch people do stuff? What's it? Stalking. Well, the stalking. <laughs> yeah. Is it voyeur or something? Voyeur. Like? Yeah, it's like it's like that. It's like kind of weird. There's some weird undertones to that. I don't. I don't like some strange fetishes. I'm yeah, not super like into. it's like. Oh yeah, I'm gonna watch this guy watch the Grand Tour. It's like mm, that sounds weird. <laughs> I'm gonna pass on that. Thanks. <laughs> You do that in your free time with the shades drawn if you want to. <laughs> wow. I think that's it. That's that's how we'll finish this episode. This yeah. Great. yeah. I love it. Uh, hit us up on all the social media, 10 Tents Podcast, basically everywhere. Make sure to watch uh, oh. videos that Robbie puts together on YouTube. What? I'm going to pull a, pull a dick move here. He's looking at me. You funny. ready for this, people? You ready for this, people? Hey, Alexa, buy me a 10 Tents Podcast t-shirt. <laughs> oh, that's pretty funny. We may have to do more of that. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Yeah. What made you think of that? I don't, 
I don't I know. Heard, I heard it somewhere else, though, too, but I can't remember where now. Uh, I was listening to something, I don't remember, TST maybe, and they were talking about how they had done that on, like, Good Morning America. They they were playing with Alexa, and they... Just freaking everybody else's and, Alexa And they out. said, you know, hey, Alexa, order me a dollhouse, and, like, thousands of people's Alexas order them a dollhouse without them realizing it. People are scrambling right now. For the, yeah. for the record, we're talking about the Amazon... Alexa Echo. thing. Echo. Yep. For, the, hey, for those not in the know. Order me a 10 tenths podcast t-shirt. I like it. Size so, large. I don't know. I think, they I get think the right that one. it has to be on Amazon in order to be ordered. So it's not going to work, but it's still fun. Oh, yeah. That's still funny. <laughs> it'll, it'll confuse her. <laughs> All right. Hit us up on social media. Catch you guys next week. Rob, you're going to start cuddling while we record now. Hey, you guys cuddle if you want to. We'll I'm share, not here to stop We'll share you. a mic. No. <laughs> he just ne- wants to be close I'll to I'll never you. get to talk then. He just wants to caress you. <laughs> 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 <laughs>